Hey girl, do I have a treat for you today? I hope that you dive into today's show and love it. I've been getting asked recently, Lindsay, we want to hear more about your story. And I've actually done a podcast guest appearance on Juliana Page's podcast, God's Vibes. And I wanted to air it here for all of you because I share all about how our secrets keep us sick. I share all about my personal journey. I go into more details than probably my story if you go back to episode one. But in today's show, I'm really going to be talking about my story of total surrender. I'm going to be talking about how I transformed my entire life and my relationship with food and my body. I'm going to be talking with Juliana, and it's such a great interview. And while we did air it on her podcast, I wanted to bring it to all of my listeners because, sister, it's possible. Recovery is possible. I know I talk about that every single week, multiple times a week. But where I was and who I was has changed completely. I'm not the same person that I was when I was restricting food, counting calories, and showing up as a miserable self. I'm strong. I'm better. I'm different. I have more to give to the world. And so I talk about my perfection to purpose journey in this episode, and I just wanted to share it with all of you. I hope this one hits your heart some kind of way today, girl. Can't wait for you to listen. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. What is good, God's vibes? We've got a special guest today. I am so excited to welcome Lindsay to the podcast. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. It is so awesome to be in front of your listeners. I cannot wait. All that we do in today's show, really excited. So good. God is going to show up. We just we just know it's happening. <laughs> We're feeling it. We got the vibes. <laughs> yes, we got the vibes. God's taking over. So get ready, everyone. Lindsay, tell them a little bit about who you are. Yes. So my name is Lindsay Nickel. I'm a podcaster. I am an eating disorder recovery coach. I'm a boy mom. Um, and yes, I'm a sports mom. We do all of the baseball over here. Oh my um, it is crazy on the weekends in my house for sure. Oh my um, but yeah, I help women really heal their relationship with their bodies and themselves so they can show up and live their very best life. Let's go. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> so necessary in this season. We're going to get into your full story, but first I want to hear about your God journey, your God story. Cause I think when people hear this, it's a night and day difference between doing life by yourself and doing it with God, or especially when you struggle, which I think is every person under the sound of my voice, right? When you can give your struggle to God or when you can see him show up in your life through a struggle, difference. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your God journey. 
Yes, my God journey is definitely a journey. Um, I grew up in a really, I'm from Southern Virginia. I grew up in a really, I would say like very Christian background. Um, and so my mom always had me, you know, dressed to the nine at church on Sundays with her. Um, came from that side of my family for sure. My dad was a little um, hesitant, but he would, you know, come at times. But I grew up with that established at a very young age. Um, but I gave my, you know, my life to Christ probably when I was like right before middle school. I was very young. I remember going through the whole thing and I remember making the choice. But I also remember it not really knowing exactly what it meant. I just thought I was going to like wake up healed and life was going to be perfect for me. Yeah. Um, So so it was quite the journey. Um, Then I, you know, I was a professional figure skater for my entire life, pretty much until my, my 20s. Um, And so I had a different type of childhood. I was in and out of the rink all the time, um, church on Sundays and you know, it, it was more of like, I need to be a good girl and I need to do what God wants of me, um, in order to get all the good things in life and follow the rules. I was a rule follower, a perfectionist growing up. And then I kind of lost my way. I think like around the high school timeframe, um, I just, I don't know. I got so pulled into skating that I stopped making the choices to go to church, stopped kind of being in that environment and, and doing things around those types of people. And so I remember thinking, you know, I can do this by myself. I'm a winner. I can win by myself. I win by myself and I've gotten myself here and I can do it by myself. And so that's kind of how I lived until the world came crashing down in my early twenties. And I was like, are you there? Do you care? Yeah. You're like, Hey God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of my my story. Um, and then I found him again in my 20s. So I have not let him go since then. I will tell you that. Wow. Okay, so what was happening? So you were skating. And how long did you skate? Because that, that does sound like an all-consuming thing. So I'm sure like any yeah. athlete here know what that's like. Like you're practicing in your brain when you're not practicing like on the rink in this case. Or like you're constantly at the rink for hours at a time like this isn't like a cute like dabble a little bit after school every now and again like you're constantly there so like it becomes your life and you're really not aspiring to other things like that is the thing right right yeah so how long did you do that so I went to a birthday party I think my friend's party when I was age eight and I fell in love with it I was like a dancer and I was like oh my gosh this is it this is my thing and my parents signed me up I started skating and then probably within the first year I I turned real quick. I had a private coach. I was in at 4am until school started, um, often got exceptions to be late. Um, and then I would leave after school ended, come straight to the rink and skate until like seven o'clock at night. I lived in Lake Placid during the summertime so that I could be, you know, with the host family and train. Um, at the facility there. And it was, I mean, it was all I did. Like if I wasn't at the rink, I was studying or I was studying at the rink waiting in between breaks to skate again. So, I mean, it was every other weekend, um, out at different clubs, doing different competitions or taking tests, um, to increase performance, that sort of thing. But yeah, all I did. (laughs) Then you did it to what age did you do it to? Um, I stopped skating around, I want to say like 21. Okay. Um, 
it, at the end, it was hard because I was battling what I was going through, you know, with my eating disorder. So it was hard to keep up. Um, and then I became a coach for a couple of years during that time. So I could kind of hold on to it without letting it go completely. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> so what was the transition that was happening in your twenties? Like the world was coming crashing down and then that's how you never stopped letting go of God. Like what happened there? Yeah. Um, so when I was 18, I auditioned for an international skating company. Um, and I remember after the audition, the lady took me into like the back locker room and she was like, we love you. You are so in, but you've got to lose weight. And I'm telling you, like I was rock solid, like total, like chiseled, like there was nothing I needed to lose. Right. Like I was a athlete. There was nothing I needed to lose. And, um, I don't know at that point I was, it was on my, it was my mission to prove to her just like I did everybody else that I could do this thing and I can do the best. And that sent me down a spiral of anorexia. And I had lost, I lost so much weight. Um, within six months, I was basically like organ failure. Um, and at that moment was when I found God, I was in my bathroom floor and I said, if you're there and you care, I need you to save me from me because I don't know how to do this anymore. Yeah. And he was like, get up. Like, you're my daughter. Like, it's going to be hard. But I got this. And I mean, I've ha- he's been with me ever since. Like, crazy stories that I could tell you later about my life. That yeah. <laughs> we all have them, right? That like, yeah. It was like, you're not, this isn't like, you're not surrendering. Like you can surrender to me, but you're not going to surrender to this, you know, soul sucking, debilitating disease taking over your life anymore. Like, you don't have to be perfect. Like you're perfect because I said you were. Yeah. So it was definitely an experience for sure. <laughs> did he give you, I'm just curious, like in that season, did he give you like the specific things after that to start walking out? Like, okay, we're going to stop doing these things. And we're going to start doing these things. Did he do something like that? Like give you a unique prescription, if you will? I think it was more of people. Um, like my mom, then, you know, she had been trying to get me help for such a long time. I finally was starting to like allow those things to happen. Um, I went into like a gyno appointment and they diagnosed me. And of course I'm so surprised, but in reality, like I knew what I was doing to myself. Um, and so there were just people along the way. And then, you know, I did, um, treatment and just so many different things and so many different people. And I just journaled every single day. And I still look at my journal to remember the journey. And it was so hard, but every day he was like, you just have to trust the process that like your future is better than now. And I can't explain it, but you just have to put one foot in front of the other and do the opposite of what your mind is telling you to do. So that's just been like, that literally is how he got me out was do the opposite of what your mind is telling you to do because your mind has been hijacked and like, I'm here to take it over. Like I got it from here. Yeah. Amazing. So how did that lead you into what you do today? Tell tell the folks a little bit about that. Yeah, well, because I'm stubborn and I was like, I'm just going to keep doing the me thing, but you're still here. Like I'm a perfectionist, right? Like I'm just going to keep me, me, me. Um, of course, I got my master's degree. I've got certifications on certifications and all the things. You found a um, different pursuit, basically. <laughs> yeah. 
And I just, you know, wanted to be that success, that satisfaction that, you know, I'm the only child. It was always like, number one, if you're not first or last, like I used to hear that drilled into my head as a kid growing up. And so I just remember, you know, wanting to help other people, but I went into healthcare. Um, and so I don't know, long, long winded, I'll get to the short version of this. Um, he basically was like, Lindsay, like stop helping diet culture, stop helping society, like stop breeding into what you do well, which is, you know how to lose weight. Like I know how to lose weight. I mean, I have a PhD in that, um, but start helping the cause. Like, what is your testimony? Like, what have I saved you from? Like, what have you been recovered and redeemed through? Like, that's what you need to be doing. And I just tell you, like, I kid you not, I had chills and I was like, okay, like I'm done playing over here because everyone wants to tell you that that's where you're going to be successful. Um, And I'm going to start going against society and going against the norm and going against what everyone else in culture wants us to believe is truth. And I'm going to start leaning into what he's called me to do. So that's kind of how I've gotten here. (laughs) We call that a God download over here. <laughs> it was like, a download. Like undeniable thing that just takes over. You're like, okay. Like I'm more afraid of what's going to happen if I say no to this than yes. Yes. <laughs> right. So you yes. get this God download and you say yes, obviously. And what has happened? Because you said, yes, you gave God your yes. How did he start showing up? Just in crazy, like miraculous ways. I mean, I, started my podcast. I've been able to, you know, be a top podcast, like literally in um, mental health um, across the globe. Over like 87 countries are listening and I'm able to speak truth and light into women and just let them know that they're worthy. Like the number on a scale does not define who you are as a human. It's just your gravity point. It's just your gravity point. And so I've been able to do that. I've been able to just speak my truth, speak my voice for people out there that feel like they're in this secret. They're very isolated. They're in the struggle and they want what society wants for them. They, this image driven, you know, photoshopped type culture that we live in. And there's so much more. And every one of us was made for a purpose. And so now I feel like I'm living mine by being able to voice that. And so I I literally have clients coming to me um, from Canada, just from like all over, all over that I'm able to speak life into and really help them um, break free, like break the chains of what, you know, what eating disorders can do. And so I I know that that's where he's put me here. And so I I tend to say it was like my perfection to purpose journey because because it truly was like, I had to go through all the in and outs of trying to be perfect to realize that like, this is my purpose is to help women feel heard and seen and that you don't have to be perfect. Like you already are. Um, he's created us with a purpose and it's so much more than trying to be a size double zero. Like it's so much more than that. So. Right. Can you speak to those two things for folks that are listening? One, I personally believe our, our secrets and really our stories keep us sick. So speaking to secrets in general and like some of the crazy stuff that we keep secret, because I think we, we get under this lie that if we were to speak up, like our life would fall apart or like people would somehow see us and then suddenly we would not have love or we'd be rejected or who knows, right? We, we come up with something. So speak to the secrets and then also 
to what this perfectionism journey actually does. Cause that's like another lie that the enemy sells you that if you just master this and get really good at this, then you'll access all of these things, which is the biggest lie that's out there. Like we talk about spirit driven success over here. Cause that is the new success, <laughs> right? Yeah. And people yeah. are like, what is that? How does that look? I'm like, well, we tell you, right. We'll walk you through what that looks like. Cause it's actually principled. It's God. So that's a really beautiful thing, but talk about secrets and then talk about the lie of perfection. Speak to both of those things. Cause you know them. Wow. Instantly. Yeah. So secrets. So I think that the most debilitating thing about an eating disorder is the secret that you're believing and that is that you're unworthy, you're not enough, and you're a failure, and you're constantly concerned about what everyone else thinks of you so much so that you're willing to do whatever it takes to prove to the world that you're the best. And that's what I did for so long. I mean, you know, on a mission to lose 10 pounds, I lost so much more than 10 pounds. And I found myself never, it was never going to be enough. Like the secret was killing me and it was controlling every single ounce of who I was as a being. And so I don't know. I just woke up from that realizing like people are taking their last breath and I'm over here counting how many carbs and calories are, are in a kind bar. Yeah. Like, you know, like it just was one day it was too much and it, it was so isolating. I had no one to go to. Yeah. Uh, I was so alone and I felt like the secret just kept getting worse because then I was trying to hide. Like I didn't want to eat around people. I didn't want to go out around people. I didn't want to work out around people. I didn't want to be around food. Like I was always thinking about food, what I could eat next, when I could eat it. Um, constantly trying to figure out how I could cut calories or avoid social functions. So it was my identity became my eating disorder and at that point, I knew like I had to break free from that. So that secret is very, it's a lie. It's its a lie of the world, right? Is that we are, um, we're supposed to be what everybody else wants us to be. Yeah. The truth is we were created for a purpose, for our own purpose. And yes. our body is our vessel. And if we're not honoring it as the temple that we should be, then, you know, we're, we're doing a huge disservice to our lives. So bad secrets um in terms of perfection like secrets that you said also or is, i mean you said them to god kind of like you you made them agreements like your secrets became agreements and i don't think that we recognize that covenant is powerful like what we say is actually what we receive right your words are creating your world so some of the things that you said is like i got it basically like i'm god like i got this like i'm a winner i can make this happen i can hold this up by myself and like watch you try watch yeah. you try <laughs> Right. I mean, but that was like, these were things that you were telling yourself. So then you couldn't, you started living under the oppression of that. Right. Like if I can't, cause you knew inherently that you couldn't, you see what I'm saying? So like, there's the, like this inside that's like, oh yeah, I can do this. But you're like, I can't do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. It's a total cluster. It's a total yeah. cluster. Yeah. yeah. It, it's such a lie. I mean, false evidence appearing real for sure too. Like fear just yeah. being seen. Yeah. Um, caring so much about, and I think growing up, like, you know, always needing to be first, like the fear of failure to me, there was nothing worse than not being the best in the room in every single that mean? What did you make it mean? If you failed, I made it mean that I, I was a failure. Like I wore that on like armor 
that I was a failure and nothing I ever did. It was black or white, all or nothing. Like everything I had done that was good was, was white clean. Because people that hear that, because that literally is a shame cycle, right? So like Mm -hmm. what you just said, you, instead of like being like, oh yeah, that didn't go as well as I thought it might've like, here's what I've learned for next time. And I'm going to go apply it. Right. Like instead of it being a lesson, it became a shame cycle. So it became your identity. So like now I am a failure and that's the secret. Like nobody can find out that I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. If they do, like my whole world's going to fall apart. So I have to like prove to everybody that I am significant, that I am valuable, that I'm a big deal, that I'm a winner, that I'm whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That I'm excellent, that I'm always the one that's got it together. Meanwhile, on the inside, you know, you don't. So like, that's where on the inside, the running comes from, and then the control is needed to keep the facade. So like for anybody that doesn't understand what intimately happens on the inside, that's sort of what happens. There's this like shame spiral of like, oh my God, like nobody can know that this is happening inside of me. So I'm going to try to control everything on the outside and run like crazy so nobody can see it. 100%. And we just need like a a tool or something to like make that stop because that's a lot of energy in your brain and your body. It's like constantly being in a stress cycle. Constantly. On like five minutes flight mode your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it it constantly is. And I mean, and it's never, I, I think the realization is that what you're trying to achieve is not even possible. Like it's not even achievable. It's such a goal that you don't even know like what without even look like. Like even right. at my lowest. It was never going to be low enough. Like it never was going to matter. It, it was more of, you know, what I was making it mean about me, which was that identity that you talked about. I mean, it's so spot on and that's been majority of my life until God was like, no, 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 no. You tried it your way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that to your point, right? Like that led to, so like the, the secret of I'm in control, I got it together. I'm a winner. Like I'm not a failure, but I think actually that I am right. Cause it's like, there's the truth that you believe, which is the truth that you live. Doesn't mean that it's true from the word, but it's still the truth that you believe and what you live, right? So that was your secret, which led to your need to make sure that other people saw it, which if I'm explaining it correctly, that's the profession, the perfectionism. Yes, that's it 100%. I mean, I think the difference between perfection and, and you know, just being like a high achiever is that perfectionist when they make a mistake, it's utter failure. Yeah. And they're just trying to control the, to clean up the mistake. And then that creates more feeling out of control. And so that spiral continues. Whereas if you can shift the perspective Mm -hmm. to, I am a creature of excellence. Like I raise excellence, right? That's where it doesn't become about me. It's a learning opportunity. It's we're going to face fears. Like we're going to face failures. We're going to face all of these things that aren't working in our life. And so instead of looking at it, like this happened to me, now the testimony is in turn, this happened for me. And it's creating that place of like, it's okay to have grace. It's okay to have compassion. Right. Because when I realized that it just wasn't ever going to be attainable, and that nothing was ever going to be good enough. It wasn't just my body and my eating. It was every single thing I touched, like my relationships, my expectations of other people, my expectations of myself in front of other people, um, just so debilitating to where it wasn't going to be achievable. Yeah. And 
And so the difference with that and, you know, just shifting that energy, shifting that perspective, I won't say like I'm completely free, but I will say I have recovered from anorexia and I have recovered from perfection um, because I have to check myself. My mind wants to go there constantly, Um, but it really is just a journey of learning that, okay, this didn't work out like I wanted to. Great. That's data. Like, what happened, right? Like what didn't go well and what did I do that was excellent? And if I gave it my best, that's enough. Yeah. And it's always enough, right? So I love this. So talk to me about what God is doing now and what you're excited that he's starting to build and that you get to do with him, right? Because I think that that's the interesting thing. It's God is always moving us from strength to strength and glory to glory. Like it just gets to get better. Like really it does. So I'm curious, right? Like he has you on this very new journey. He doesn't have you on, you know, just like brokenness and feeling bound. Like that's the first thing that he does with anybody. He wants to make sure that you're freed up, that you're whole, that you're able to run with endurance after this purpose. So talk about how he's got you running now and what you're able to do and what you feel like he's going to start doing. Yeah. So he just brings people into my path. Like he brings women into my path. It's, and I will literally pray and I'll be like, God, whoever I'm supposed to speak to today, because I wanted to talk about something else on my show. But if you want me to talk about this, like we're good. And he literally, I will get something in my inbox and it'll be like, I needed to hear that message. Like you changed my life. I'm committed to this recovery journey. And I really like woke up from the fact that he's using me as a vessel here. He's using me to be exactly what I needed and didn't have. He's using me to reach thousands and upon thousands of women. And I do one-on-one services um, where I work with clients um, three months at a time. And we focus on the best self principles, which is body, emotions, soul and thoughts, because I don't fully believe that you can completely heal from an eating disorder if you're not intuitive in all the holistic state of all of those things. Um, And so that is kind of the framework that I do with my private clients. But I mean, just praying over the ladies and they're coming into my inbox, like I stopped using laxatives. I stopped purging. I I was listening to you or I Googled you and somehow you found me and I found you and I feel like this is home. Like everything you say, I resonate with. And I'm like, that is for you. Like that was why um, he did this in my life was because I needed that. And so now I get to do that and I get to play it forward. So it's super exciting. I'm thinking about too, it's like what you were just saying when you need that, right? And it's like, you don't know what to Google. You don't know what to look for. You're, there's already so much shame connected to that. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Just go to a center do you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. right? so it's like people aren't encouraging you to, to seek God, to pray over your journey, to like allow him to guide you to the mentors, to the leaders, to the coaches, to the therapists, to the resources that you need to walk this thing out because he 100% will, right? Like I personally know he can instantly deliver you from a thing, right? But then he usually gives you a process, right? Okay, like now that that's not in your life, <laughs> you're not gonna be limping anymore. So like, what are we gonna do? Like here's gonna be the new tools, the new practices, the new strategies, new principles that you are going to stand on that are firm so that you never go back. I was talking today, right? Like you never see a butterfly go back into being a caterpillar. No, and they don't want to be one. It doesn't happen, right? You keep flying, you keep transforming, you keep going into like more and more with him. And that's the new journey. So it's like, it's not a fluke, 
right? Like when he delivers you, it's never a fluke. Like he's leading you into greater. He's leading you into those purposes that he has for your life. So I just love the thought of you meeting you, Mm -hmm. you that you are now showing up in this 18 year old's life, right? And knowing that now you get to be that person for every single woman out there that is looking for help and doesn't know it's possible and that God will show up, right? Yes. Instantly. Like he's a God of the suddenly, like he will show up and make sure that that thing no longer has you bound. Literally. He'll break the chains of that thing off of you. And it won't make sense. It It won't make sense. And I think what's so amazing about the women that, you know, I serve and that I'm able to touch is that they come to me ready, like not fully ready, but they know like they've accepted that they're here and they don't want to struggle anymore. And they know they can't do it by themselves anymore. They're like, I've tried, maybe it's been decades. I mean, a lot of my clients are, you know, in their late forties, fifties, and even sixties. And they're like, I've been dealing with disordered eating for majority of my life. And I just haven't been able to shake it. And I'm like, that's because our identity, our identity is bound in this thing. And when we can decouple who we are, which is our true self, our best self, like that's what I say versus our false self, which is our eating disorder brain. then we can experience literally true freedom. I mean, it's possible. If I can do it, I'm not a magical unicorn. (laughs) If I can do it, you can do it. Let me help you do it. (laughs) So good. Yeah. It's a huge thing too. Just like being willing to face that you have a problem. Yes. Not God. And that you can ask for help. Yes. Because there was, there was a lot. Yes. Yeah. There was a long time. I wasn't willing. And so if I'm speaking to somebody today that's not willing, like, it's okay. Like, he's not done with you, sister. Like, you are yeah. going to get, like, you'll get willing right now. Maybe you're not. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he will come. He will come. So that that's kind of where it was for me. I wasn't willing for a very long time. And I needed somebody to pull that out and to hold me accountable and shake me and go, like, stop doing this. And I knew I needed that, but I didn't know how. And yeah. so that's now what. I'm able to do. And it's so good. It's so good. I love, like, I love to think about it. Cause you're saying like, they come ready, right? Like, and, and to me, it's the readiness is like recognizing what you've actually been starved for, what you've actually been hungry mm-hmm. for. And it's love, it's acceptance, it's freedom, it's wholeness, it's creativity, it's expression, it's life beyond mm-hmm. what you can think or imagine, right? It's joy. It's all these things that you shut off and shut down to try to control how you showed up. And you were meant to be this wild being. You're not meant to be controlled, right? Like you are meant to be sort of like a special unicorn. You are, (laughs) you're meant to be supernatural, right? You're meant to be unhindered in every sense of the word, right? You're meant to literally be free indeed in this experience right now right? Like what would have come of me had I not believed in seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? I would have destroyed yes. myself, right? Yes. I would have utterly destroyed myself, but it's like, but thank God <laughs> that's not my story. And he's so good. And he will meet me where I am. And the minute you are ready just to be done with it, watch him work, watch him yes. work and fast though. It'll be crazy. He will literally accelerate out of the things that hindered you so fast. Yes. Yes. And I think too, like, it's just important to know that, you know, this space isn't talked about very freely, like even in the 
culture we live in now, right? It's it's very image driven. And so I, I think it's so important to just know that if if anybody is listening and they find themselves in this place, that it's okay. Like there's there's freedoms possible, right? Like, and you don't have to be completely ready. You just have to make a choice to not stay where you are. Um, that's what it was for me. Like make a choice to take one step further to do the next right thing. That's it. It's so good. I love, I love. So I want to honor you before I ask you like a fun question, but I want to honor you because this is a very private struggle. It's a very secret struggle. And there's so much that you've had to surrender, to sacrifice, to break through to get to where you are today. So I just want to honor you and this journey that you've been on. It takes so much courage. And a lot of this is private and it's not celebrated. It's not clapped for people don't see what's happening. And the way you show up to win over these struggles, win over these bondages has been insane. And just hearing your journey and how you've still been able to love people through learning how to love yourself. It's phenomenal. I'm so grateful for you, for what God is starting in your life and what he's going to allow you to express mightily, right? He's going to show up in and through you in mighty ways. And it's going to be so, so amazing. The people that you bring to what you're experiencing and living in now. And I'm so, so grateful for you. So thank you for showing up. It's profound. Yeah, I wish I literally could stop my cheeks from hurting right now because yeah. no one can see us, but I'm just <laughs> on fire because you're so sweet. I'm so glad God brought me to you and I've met you through this experience. Like, I, I truly appreciate it because you're right. It, and that's another thing. It's a secret, right? Even the satisfaction um, you have to use as a superpower, the same superpower that got you into that dark hole is what is going to get you out that drive and determination. Yeah. So, and it might not be praised, but it's another, you know, one of those things that you can hold on to is like, I've done this. Yeah. And with that too, it can feel like you're fighting to prove who you are, right? Cause I was like, you're going to be a new version and people aren't going to recognize you. And that has to be something that you're okay with. Like people aren't going to get it. They might still view you as this old version of you or this like broken version of you, yet you're a free version. They're like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are you still struggling? Do you still have issues? Like, they'll still see you through a lens, but you won't be in that lens and it'll be okay. Like, they have permission to be wrong about you because you have permission to be free indeed and do what you're called to. But that can be hard sometimes too. And it's it's no, there's a lot of private struggles that that go along with that. So when you can just boldly walk them out and just not be delivered from people pleasing and what people care about, like, there's a whole new level of freedom there that you can't even imagine. Yes, I came into that. The empowerment yeah. of like not care, like zero yeah. care. Like yeah. that empowerment is something of no other. I mean, especially when you haven't listened to your own voice. You've been listening to that voice in your head for so long that just that that belief that like I can do the hard things, yeah. that alone, I mean, it sends you on this journey where I would I would beg to say that if you've been in a circle that's been kind of keeping you in that safe zone, you're going to completely find a, a whole new yes. you know, friend zone and circle because you're going to realize like, wait, hold on. I'm so much different. I'm so much better. I'm now the best version of me. And I need to be around people that also are the best versions of them too. So it's definitely a journey. And yeah, it was the best journey I've been on. The hardest, but the best. <laughs> And it gets to get better. And I think too, like anybody 
that's listening, it's not random that you're listening, you're hearing this right on time. And I just released prophetically that this is your breakout season. So anybody that's hearing this, this is your breakout season. It's time to break out of this little comfortable yet debilitating cocoon and actually emerge this butterfly that gets to move with a lightness of being and get to have and enjoy your life in abundance to the full until it overflows. Like you're not going to get it. It's going to be God. It's going to be supernatural. It's going to be the best. You're going to meet so many amazing humans. You're going to express yourself in ways that you never knew that you were like, you're going to start seeing this treasure in you that you didn't know was buried in there. And it's going to be so fun for you to start unpacking and expressing that and being in that in the world in greater ways. So whoever needed to hear that, there you go. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then also I want to hear you queued up this question like perfectly here. I want to hear. So the way I ask this many, many years from now, when you're with Jesus, right? The end of your, your purpose and calling on this earth, right? And the start of really just your journey with God. But at the end of that time, you can't take anything that you build here with you. So you can't take your business. You can't take your anything, anything that you build here. You can't take it, but you can leave a piece of advice that will utterly change the course of people's lives and their destiny. What would you tell people? Gosh, I love it. I have so many things. I mean, <laughs> this is such a hard question. <laughs> That's why we leave it at the end. <laughs> you don't even have time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it really is that you're more than a number. Your worth isn't found in your weight. And, you know, you, you aren't going to take your body with you. And this is the body that you have now. And you might not love it right now, but you can learn to appreciate it for what it does for you. And I think that if we're honoring our bodies, we're honoring God. And if we, you know, find ourselves outside of that place where we're really struggling and we're just feeling not good enough, not perfect enough, I think it really is just the surrendering because it's what are you willing to pay the price for to stay in this place? And for me, my piece was just, it was too expensive. I I wasn't going to sit in that place. And so I think the question really to ask the listener there is, you know, what is your future self worthy of? And that's your very best self. And that's the advice I'd give is like, I challenge you to, if you're not living as the best version of you now, like why, why not? Yeah. So good. So good. So good. And, and then you get to go answer that with God. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's your new journey. <laughs> That's your summoning into your future, right? Start answering that question. So good. I love it. How can folks connect with you? Yeah. I mean, the best place to find me is on my podcast, Her Best Self. Um, you can also find me at lindsaynickel.com. Um, and you'll find all of the goodies there. I've got some freebies out there for folks, but really it's, it's the podcast. I mean, I pour my heart, uh, twice a week into the show. So if you're looking for, um, some inspiration and you want to be new friends, I'd love to have you over there, but the podcast and lindsaynickel.com. Amazing. Well, thank you, Lindsay, so, so much for sharing on God's vibes. I know that This is a timely word, a relevant word, exactly what people need to share and to hear. So thank you for generously giving of yourself to all these folks today. Yes, you're the best host. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women 
Find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.